This is an FOU Studios podcast. The Chris Hahn Show. Chris Hahn Show. I'm your host, Chris Hahn. The truth is on the air and truthfully tonight, America. This is a chaotic day. And I know we've been saying there's been a lot of chaotic days uh, since Donald Trump came down that escalator about two and a half years or three and a half years ago now. But this day takes the cake for me, America. It is Only a couple days before Christmas, everybody's winding down. You want to go shopping. You want to bake cookies. You want to see friends and family. Well, you got to worry about a few things right now, America. You got to worry about a few things. Where do I start? Do I start with the fact that the president reneged on a deal he made with House Republicans to keep the government open for another eight weeks or so? To get past the holiday season so people working in the federal government and contractors who work for the government and people who make their living servicing people in the government could go home and have a nice Christmas. But the president of the United States today said he's going to shut down the government if he doesn't get the $5 billion for his stupid wall that nobody really wants and that he promised us Mexico would pay for. Mexico. Not Congress. Not the American people. Mexico. And he's going to shut the government down over that on the weekend before Christmas. America, a lot of these crazy conservatives you've been listening to on the stations that carry me all day, they like to talk about the war on Christmas. I'll tell you about a war on Christmas. If you're a federal worker right now, you're worried about your paycheck over the next couple of weeks, that's a war on Christmas. You are ruining their Christmases, Mr. President. You are ruining their Christmases this weekend by your selfish actions. All Congress is doing, it passed unanimously in the United States Senate last night, unanimously. By a unanimous vote, the United States Senate authorized the government to operate at current levels for another six weeks through February, through the beginning of February. That gives the new Congress a chance to get in, negotiate with the president, and make a deal. This man is throwing a temper tantrum tonight. He is throwing a temper tantrum tonight. And to throw gasoline on the fire at about 5 o'clock this evening, General Mattis, the one guy in the freaking Trump administration, I could say freaking, right, Joe? I don't have Mike B here tonight again. I got Joe the Kid here. I don't know what we call you. I don't have a nickname for you. I mean, Joe the Kid. I mean, that's as close as I could get. I mean, you're not really a kid. You're 25, but you look like a kid. I got Joe the Kid on the other side of the glass tonight. But, but to throw gasoline on the fire, General Mattis, the one guy who we kind of felt, okay, General Mattis is there. He's a sane guy. He's experienced. He's trying to keep the allies together. General Mattis resigned tonight. Or maybe he was fired. I don't know what happened. I saw the letter. The letter looked like he resigned in protest over the president of the United States via Twitter, pulling our troops out of Syria, applauded by who? Vladimir Putin. 
Now, Trump supporters out there, and I know there are many of you that listen to my show because I follow people like Sean Hannity and, uh, you know, uh, Mark Levin and some of these other maniacs that, you know, will, you know, just chicken heads, I call them. I call them chicken heads. And yeah, I'm not so old, Joe the Kid, that I don't know what chicken head really means, but they're chicken heads for Donald Trump. They're just chicken heads. They're nodding their head up and down. And you can put whatever you want in front of their head, but I call them chicken heads because that's what they are. They're nodding their heads up and down for this president. I know you listen to them and I know you hear what they have to say, but I don't understand how anybody could still be supporting this man right now. I do not know, but I want to hear from you tonight. America 631-451-1039 is my number. If you want to be part of the national conversation, pick up the phone and call me 631-451-1039. This is chaos. President Trump is captain chaos. He has, I I don't know what's worse. I'll tell you what's worse. What's really worse is the government shutdown. I thought General Mattis was going to leave. Now, I know why he's leaving, and I read his letter. I thought he did an admirable job writing that letter. He wasn't insulting. Uh, he wasn't insulting to the president directly, but he did repudiate the president's policies. And I got to tell you, as a progressive, as somebody who's more of a pacifist, I don't like all these wars going on around the country, around the world. I don't like it. So, you know, if the president wants to end the war in Afghanistan, I say have at it. If the president wants to end our involvement in Syria, I say have at it. But what I don't like is a president who blindsides our allies, who blindsides his own military leaders who are experienced in this. This president does not have any military experience. The president has said in the past his personal Vietnam was the dating scene in New York City in the 1970s. That's what the president's personal Vietnam was. You know what Mattis' personal Vietnam was? Vietnam! 631-451-1039 is my number if you want to be part of a national conversation. I'm going to go right to the phones. I'm going to go to Ron and Great Neck. Ron, how you doing? Hey, how's it going, Chris? I'm doing great, man. You're on the air. Yeah, you seem to be so cranked up about this. I am fired up. I'm shot out of a cannon. This man is driving me nuts. What's on your mind? Yeah, well, you know, I just thought today it would be good if we just gave him the wall and then asked him if he also wanted a blindfold and a cigarette. Oh, I got to let you go on that. I don't like threatening the president's life. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. uh, I don't know how to respond to that. Uh, I get what he was saying there, but I'm going to, I'm going to cut that off. There's a lot of things I, you know, look, I want a lot of things to happen to Donald Trump. I want him to leave office immediately. Okay. (laughs) But I don't want to see him dead and I don't want him shot, which is what he was suggesting. That is horrible. I don't believe in that. Uh, I repudiate that. I, I, uh, what's the word they always want, want you to say, I disavow that comment. I disavow. I strongly disavow that comment. Anyway, six, three, one, four, five, one, one, oh, three, nine. If you, if you don't want to suggest that the president be, uh, be shot, please call in six, three, one, four, five, one, one, three. And I actually want to hear what I really want to hear from tonight. I don't want to hear from people who agree with me about this. I want to hear from people who disagree with me. I want the people who think that the president's doing a great job that there's no real chaos here. It's all uh, it's all made up by the press. There's no chaos. You know, the president just throwing a monkey wrench into a bill that passed unanimously, a bill that was pres- that was uh, put on the floor of the United States Senate by the majority leader of the United States Senate, who is a Republican, who talked to the president before he put the bill on the fall- floor, who understood the president would sign it, put it on the floor. It passed unanimously, hundred votes, or however many senators were still there. A lot of those senators, the next day, because they thought they had a deal, got on a plane and went home, okay? They're not even in Washington. This is chaos, America. 
This is not how government is supposed to work. This is a president right now who is damaging our country. This is a president right now who has made millions of American Americans uneasy as they should be getting ready to celebrate the end of the year with their family, celebrate Christmas, celebrate the new year, take a little vacation, relax. I, I, I you know, I know Sean Hannity. I know him well. Sean's a friend of mine. I have debated Sean Hannity that uh, about the Starbucks cup. You know how Sean Hannity feels the Starbucks cup isn't Christian enough, so it's a war on Christmas, even though it's green and red or whatever, it has a reef on it, joy and understanding. I, I always, you know, I've debated him. He said, there's a war on Christmas. Starbucks is not allowing uh, Christmas trees on their green cup because they let an artist design a cup that, you know, suggests to them what the meaning of Christmas is, which is almost always peace and unity and harmony, right? Um, you know what Christ taught? <laughs> you know, you remember, remember that whole thing? <laughs> There's a Noel peace, you know, heavenly peace. I've debated him about this and he says, it's a war on Christmas. So is taking money out of the pockets of federal workers and people who service our federal government, you know, we're not just talking about the millions of federal workers who are going to lose their jobs, but there are millions more that either service it directly or indirectly that are going to suffer because of this shutdown. And some of those people are going to suffer long-term because if this goes three or four weeks, these people who are like, let's say they run a deli or a catering business that uh, is frequented by federal workers, they're not going to get that money back. The federal workers might be made whole in the budget, but they're, they're very uneasy right now. They are, it is a very uneasy time. That to me, America is a war on Christmas making people have to worry for no reason at all, America, no reason at all. People are now worried about their paychecks. Their families have to worry. They have to worry. I don't know. 631-451-1039 is my number. This is the Chris Hahn Show. 631-451-1039 if you want to be part of the national conversation. A little later on tonight, I got Janet Johnson joining me. She'll call in about 9 o'clock. Janet, you know, end of the year. I haven't had Janet on in about a month. Um, time to talk to Janet because Janet's going to have a lot to say. Trust me. Uh, ch- check her out on Headline News every Saturday. But she'll be here at 9 o'clock. Uh, I'll be on Tucker Carlson tomorrow at 8 o'clock. And I won't be on Judge Janine this weekend. She will not be uh, in studio this weekend. So I am going to not be in studio. I'm going to see Aquaman, okay? I'm going to go see Aquaman. Is that okay? Am I allowed to go see Aquaman this weekend? I know we all want to see Aquaman. I'm going, okay? I won't be on TV. I'll be on TV tomorrow. Uh, so you can check me on Tucker tomorrow. I don't know if I'm doing any TV in between Christmas and New Year's. I'm probably going to show up somewhere. So uh, check me out at Christopher Hahn on Twitter. Or uh, for those of you watching me on Facebook, maybe I'll post it there as well. So uh, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be out there. You'll be able to figure it out. Instagram, I do some stuff with that. I don't know. I'm not good at it, okay? I'm just not as photogenic as everybody else on Instagram. So maybe that's the thing. I mean, my producers who don't do national television have more Instagram followers than I do. I have a lot of Twitter followers. I get it. But my Instagram following is very low. It's Christopher Hahn NY on Instagram. I can't. I, I have five different screen names. This is my problem. 631-451-1039 is my number. 631-451-1039. Captain Chaos. That is the president. He's going to shut down this government over border security. Oh, I, I saw Stevie Miller uh, on, on TV uh, before I came in here tonight. He was on for about a half an hour on one of the networks, a network I'm not on, so I won't mention it. 
Uh, but Stevie Miller was on for about a half an hour doing an interview. It was crazy. Stevie Miller is crazy. Um, saying that the president is, is uh, following the advice of our founders. I, I, I'm thinking founders of what? Because he wasn't following the advice of the founders of this country, okay? The American people voted overwhelmingly just a couple of weeks ago for people who don't want a wall to be in Congress, right? Overwhelmingly. And I think the president understands that in his heart, which is why he's throwing this temper tantrum right now, because he knows that on January 1, when Nancy takes the gavel, uh, he's got no chance of getting border funding, uh, border wall funding. He'll get security funding. Democrats aren't for open borders. Uh, you know, I know Stevie Miller and the president and Hannity and others want to tell you that the president, that excuse me, that Democrats are for open borders. They're not. They're for border security. But they don't think we need the great wall of Donald Trump for it. Now, as I've said before, and I'll say again, I'll take a free wall. If Mexico's paying for the wall, by all means, put some people to work building a wall. Fine. I'm all, you know, whatever. I, I, I think there's going to be some permitting problems in some parts of the country because people don't want a wall everywhere. But we don't need a wall. We need drones at the border that could tell us when people are crossing and we could get, get uh, border patrol there to, to deal with it. We don't need a physical barrier. They're going to just climb over it or dig under it. In fact, it might make it less secure because if you got a, ball, a wall there over thousands of miles, America, this is not just a wall like, you know, blocking, you know, a couple hundred yards. This is thousands of miles of wall. It's going to lull the Border Patrol to sleep. In fact, it might make Congress decrease funding for the Border control, per, per, Patrol. Why do you need both the wall and Border Patrol? Meanwhile, you got people climbing over it, digging under it. But the biggest problem you have here is that's not how people come here illegally. Most people who are here illegally came here legally, and then they just stayed. They overstayed their welcome. They overstayed their visa. They came here on a plane. They came here on a boat. They drove right through the border at a designated crossing and were here legally. And then they just stayed. That's most of the people that are here illegally. Not some, most. So build, how does building a wall stop people from overstaying their visa? How does that, how does that work, Mr. President? Uh, I don't think you quite understand the problem like, like everything else. Maybe you should try reading a book. Maybe you should try understanding it. Maybe you should try talking to General Mattis before he leaves, who had a very different understanding of what border security was than you do. But not for nothing, uh, we're pulling 2,000 troops out of Syria, but we still have 7,000 troops at our border to stop what the president calls a great threat to our republic, uh, the migrant caravan, a bunch of barefoot kids walking here, walking here, barefoot, to seek asylum. 7,000 troops there. Meanwhile, ISIS is still there in Syria, and we all know that the minute we leave... Russia dominates that region. And of course, President Putin is applauding Donald Trump's decision to remove our troops. Of course he is. Of course he's happy about it. Here's another thing. And, and, and again, guys, don't get me wrong. I don't want to see our troops deployed abroad. I, one of the things Trump said during the campaign that I agreed with 
was I don't like stupid wars. I don't like stupid wars. And I think the Iraq war was stupid. I think we've been in Afghanistan long enough, 19 years. I don't know what else we can do there. I don't think we got to keep people there forever. I, I don't, I don't like the idea of being at war with Syria, but I do see the need to combat ISIS. I do see the need to get rid of Assad in Syria. I do see the need to have a counterbalance to Putin's power in that region. But I also think there should be a process. You should talk to your allies. You should consult with your military leaders. You talk to Congress before you take an action like this. The president did it by tweet. And, he's, and by all accounts, he surprised a lot of people. Now, how is that right? How is that right? How is it right that the president did that? I mean, how, how is that good government? I don't know Trump supporters. Um, you tell me. You tell me how this is the right thing to do. Because uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, most Republicans I know were for that conflict in Syria. If Barack Obama would have tweeted out one night that he's pulling out of, uh, of, uh, of Syria or Afghanistan, you would have lost your, you would have lost it. I know. I know. I, I know what words I'm not allowed to say here. I got it. You would have lost it. So how come you're not losing it now? I mean, even Lindsey Graham, it was like disappointing. I mean, he did have a, a strong statement today. But General Mattis resigned over it. And I think we ha I think he resigned. We might have the first, well, we had one resignation in protest from, I think, the ambassador to South Korea. I think Mattis is the first cabinet-level official to resign in protest for this president to actually stand up and say, you know what, enough, I'm out of here. I respect that. I respect that a lot. You got to respect that. Uh, this president has, uh, he has, he has just run roughshod over every norm we hold dear in this country. And I think that his actions in Syria, General Mattis leaving, if we have a government shutdown, uh, it's only going to cement some resentment that Republicans currently have with him. Uh, I think it's going to be a very uh, interesting couple of weeks to see how Republicans respond to the actions this man has taken. I, I, I'm seeing some cracks in the armor, right? Not so much in the House, because I, I don't know how Speaker Ryan is going to go to sleep at night. Um, he goes up to the, to the White House to meet with the president today. He comes out saying, yeah, you know what? The president's got legitimate concerns and we're going we're gonna to revisit this. Well, they're going to revisit it and maybe it'll pass the House. It's dead on arrival in the Senate. They're going to send them back the bill they already have. Speaker Ryan, uh, good riddance. You stunk. You were not true to even yourself. You ballooned the deficit more than any speaker uh, per year anyway, than any speaker in history. Good riddance, Paul Ryan. You did nothing for your party. You did nothing for America. You will be remembered as a fraud and a failure. It's somebody who tried to pretend to be an intellectual by showing us PowerPoint presentations about trickle-down economics, something we learned in the 80s didn't work. Good riddance, Paul Ryan. You better pass a budget tonight. If you leave Washington, you leave your speakership with the government in this much chaos, 
I, I mean, I think it should be all anybody ever talks about when they talk about you, that you left the United States in chaos. You did not leave it better than you found it. You left it in chaos and you should be ashamed of yourself, Paul Ryan. Good riddance, Paul Ryan. I'm sure, I'm absolutely sure when Janet Johnson calls in later on, she's going to want to talk about Paul Ryan too because, I, I mean, the guy is a fraud and, and I'm so glad he's leaving and I'm so glad he's being seen for the failure that he is. And, 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 and look, the chaos that's here right now could all be stopped by him. All he has to do is put a CR on the floor of the House. It will pass overwhelmingly. He will get Democrats and Republicans to vote for it. You better do it, Paul. All right. 631-451-1039. I'll be taking your calls. Other side of the break. You're listening to The Chris Hahn Show. Keep it where it's at, America. I'll be right back. Everything else you heard today and listen up. The Chris Hahn Show is on the air. All right. I'm back. I'm live. It's Thursday night, the Thursday before Christmas, 631 451 1039. If you want to be part of the national conversation, pick up your phone and give me a call, 631 451 1039. I have got my good friend Janet Johnson joining me at the top of the hour. Uh, We'll break down what's been going on today. I mean, God almighty, I'm so glad I didn't prepare uh, last night for the show. I'm so, you know, I used to do that years ago uh, before Trump. I I guess, I guess my radio career can be, you know, this is going to be my fifth year. Actually, the 26th of December, five years ago, was my first show on LI News Radio, my first time hosting radio ever anywhere ever. I'd host a television show back in the nineties. I've been on lots of people's radio shows over the years, but the first time I ever hosted radio was right here, right in this chair five years ago on the 26th. And I used to prepare. I used to have an outline. I used to have lots of clips. I used to have lots of guests. That was my early show. I'd had lots of guests because I didn't know what I was going to do. I was worried about filling the time. I think I'm the only host on this station who still does 21 minute blocks. Uh, I used to do, uh, I used to have to do 26 minute blocks. That's how good the show has been right now. We used to do 26 minute blocks because we didn't have any advertisers. Now it's 20 and a half minutes. That's my, my block. That's the, the entire half hour, 20 and a half minutes. I have to take a break at 20 and a half minutes because they got to do news, weather and commercials to pay for the, uh, for the airtime. But I used to prepare used to have an outline. I used to have dozens of clips. I'd make them pull dozens of clips of things to talk about. I don't do that anymore. I don't have to prepare. It's, it's everything is, it's AT and it, we live in after Trump, AT. It's BT and AT. BT, I'd have like, uh, I'd have like a reporter on that wrote a story about climate science or some political story. I'd have a comic on almost every night to just uh, riff on the news with me. Uh, I, I don't have to do that anymore. All I have to do is understand what's going on in the half an hour before I get to the station today because everything has changed uh, over the last 24 hours. You can't prepare 24 hours in, in advance, even on Christmas week. Even when Mitch McConnell said to his members, it's okay to go home, uh, the president's going to sign this continuing resolution. 
a lot of these guys had to, you know, when they got off their plane and checked their voicemail, had a frantic message from Mitch McConnell saying, get on the next plane back to DC. Could you imagine if you went home to Alaska, right? A nine hour flight to Alaska and you get there, you get off the plane, you turn off, you turn off airplane mode and there's like 17 messages from Mitch McConnell. You got to come back, turn around. I mean, are there even flights back? Got a charter flight back to DC. Anyway, 631-451-1039. If you want to be part of the national conversation tonight, I'm live. I'm taking your calls and you don't have to agree with me. I actually prefer if you don't, because I got to hear from you. Uh, anybody who's part of, uh, of, of the Trump cult, uh, please call me because uh, I, I'm, I'm befuddled and bewildered that anybody still supports this man. I, I, I don't, I, you know, look, the chaos that he's causing, the, the stock market lost 500 points today because of him, because of him, not because of anything else, not because of anything in the economy, because of him. It's pretty much lost all its gains for the year. It's down for the year. So all this talk about how great he's been for the economy that's starting to get chipped away at now too, right? Oh, he has these great generals who are uh, doing our foreign policy. Well, they're all gone now. Mattis, remember General McMaster, General Flynn, General Kelly, he had those four generals when he started. Well, one of them got the book thrown at him and I had planned on talking about that tonight, America. I was going to talk about how the judge in General uh, General Flynn's uh, case wouldn't sentence him. The Mueller team had suggested no jail time, but the judge said, what are you kidding me? This guy might've committed treason. You go back and cooperate some more. Maybe I won't sentence you to jail. <laughs> you think the president's changing the subject? You think that this shutdown fight is about that? Do you think that the Mattis resignation is about all the negative backlash he got because of the budget fight, particularly the stock market tanking on the news of it. I mean, you could, you could point to the moment in time when the stock started turning in this country today, and it is directly connected to the president's tweets. The president watched Fox and friends he watched conservatives yelling at him about not having a wall and said, forget it. I'm not signing a budget without a wall in it. So he's supposed to go on a 16-day vacation tomorrow, Lago, starting tomorrow. And I wonder if he's actually going to go if the government is shut down. My money is on he goes, Joe. What do you think? He's going. He's not going to skip golf for America. Oh, God, no. I mean, to do his job? I mean, he's going to go, I'm president wherever I am. I don't have to be in Washington, D.C., even though people expect me to be negotiating with Congress. I'll tell them to come to Mar-a-Lago, play nine holes with me. We'll play nine. We won't do a full 18. It, it's, uh, guys, do you, are you with him? Are you still with this guy? Are you still believing in Donald J. Trump president? I, I know that I, I, I should have listened to Hannity today. I really should have. By the way, I was invited to his Christmas party. I didn't go because it was my daughter's birthday party. I, I like Sean, but he's a maniac. He's a complete maniac. He has drank 
the Kool-Aid on Donald Trump. Uh, guys, uh, Mike, Mike Pence is a perfectly deplorable conservative, as far as I'm concerned. He'll do all the same nonsense that Trump's doing. He, he just won't, like, you know, pull us out of military alliances via tweet. <laughs> I mean, what's wrong with him? And um, let's just go back to the root of the problem here. The wall. America. The president made specific promises about the wall. Particularly, who was going to pay for it? Have you forgotten? Have you forgotten what the president said about who's going to pay for it? Play this clip. Play the clip for me. Who Here, pays for the wall? Mexico. 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 In Mexico. Mexico's. Mexico. 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 Can you imagine, Sean? He's saying Mexico is going to pay. They'll never pay. And I'm saying that's like a hundred percent that's not like 98 percent sean it's a hundred percent they're gonna pay who's gonna pay for the wall who's gonna pay for the wall congress that's what he's saying right now america the president of the united states said mexico would pay for the wall i just showed you he said Mexico was going to pay for the wall. Not you. Not the taxpayers. He didn't say he was going to shut down the Congress if he didn't get his wall. He said Mexico was going to pay for the wall. Yet here we are. Here we are. Look at this. He's going to withdraw troops from Afghanistan now, too. <laughs> I'm checking the news as we go. Okay. I look again, 19 years in Afghanistan. I don't, I don't really think it's working. <laughs> okay. I'm all for it. I kind of agree with him on it, but did you consult with your generals? Did you consult with your allies? Did you consult with Afghanistan? Or are we just giving the Russians another territory? What's the deal? I'm going back to this whole government shutdown thing. I'm not going to let him distract me. He's doing this to me. I'm telling you right now, he's listening to the show. I know, I know Donald Trump's a fan, okay? I, I've met him. I know him. I know he's a fan. I know he listens. I know Kellyanne listens. His communications director hired me at Fox News. I'm sure they're listening to the show right now, and I'm sure they're like, how can we distract Chris Hahn from telling the truth to the American people about what I'm doing? Oh, let's send a, a Washington Post story to him right now about me pulling troops out of Afghanistan. That'll distract him. It almost worked, Donald. Didn't work. I'm going back to the wall that you promised Mexico would pay for and that we don't need. There is no invasion. Net immigration to this country is down. It's actually negative. We don't need a wall. You want to put some cameras there? You want to get a ring doorbell? Put one of those there. hundred bucks. We're good. I'll pay for that. But I'm not paying for a wall. By the way, call the ring people. Make sure they sponsor the show. Okay? Get on them. Should I say put a Nest Cam there? Maybe Nest will sponsor us? I don't know. Somebody should be sponsoring me. One of those big companies. 
You're not going to get your way. I'm not distracted. This is going to be a podcast tomorrow. I want people to understand that you promised Mexico would pay for the wall. Now you're going to ruin people's Christmases over it. It's a war on Christmas, Sean Hannity. It's a war on Christmas. A real war on Christmas, not some fake war because somebody decided that they were going to say happy holidays to you. There are multiple holidays, Sean. It's it's Christmas. It's New Year's. It's Thanksgiving. It's Hanukkah. By the way, when I replied to Sean Hannity's invitation to his Christmas party, I said, sorry, I can't make it. It's my daughter's birthday. Happy holidays. <laughs> and I did it on purpose just to piss him off. Because I know he's Christian and he would be okay with me saying Merry Christmas. But I wanted to piss him off. I wanted to be, I wanted to be a, a, a war on Christmas warrior. <laughs> war on Christmas, man. Look around, baby. Look around liberal New York City. You see nothing but Christmas trees. Candy canes. Santa's on every sidewalk. War on Christmas. The war on Christmas is you shutting down the government and canceling contracts to people who rely on federal dollars to fund their businesses and federal employees who now have to go home not knowing if they're going to have a paycheck next week. How are they going to pay their mortgage? How are we going to pay their credit card bills that they just ran up celebrating the holidays? That's a war on Christmas, America. Not this fake stuff they talk about. No. The president is throwing a temper tantrum. Because he knows Nancy Pelosi will never give him a dime for that wall. And he knows that he's losing the majority. He's about to be investigated like he's never been investigated before in his life. That in open court, a judge basically said that Michael Flynn may have committed treason. His national security advisor, treason. I didn't say it. The judge, who was appointed by Reagan and then elevated by George W. Bush, two, you know, liberals, <laughs> said he may have committed treason. And this is, by the way, the same judge who on Friday night, go watch my clip of me on Tucker Carlson from Friday night, last Friday night, me fighting with Tucker about Flynn. This is the same judge who every conservative commentator in America last weekend was saying was doing the right thing by asking the FBI to give them their documentation about the Flynn interview. And oh, they lied to Flynn. They lied to Flynn. They went into his office and they had a conversation with him. He knew they were in the FBI. It's not like they were undercover. It's not like they came in there and they were White House interns and dragged it out of them. No, they were FBI agents. They were well-known FBI agents. He's the national security advisor to the president of the United States. You think he'd know he's not supposed to lie to an FBI agent about anything. It's a trap. They made him say that he didn't talk to the Russians when he, in fact, talked to the Russians. They made him say that he didn't represent Turkey when he, in fact, represented Turkey. They didn't make him say that. He said it on his own. And as I told Tucker... And as the judge basically alluded to in court during the week, lying to the FBI, that's the least of his problems. That's what he pled to. I am an attorney. I have negotiated plea deals. I'm sure all of you out there have had a speeding ticket and you've gotten, you were, you were caught doing 80 and a 50 and they reduced it to a minor traffic infraction. 
That's called pleading to a lesser included crime. You don't plead to the worst thing you do. You don't plead to the worst thing you do. You plead to a lesser included crime. And I said that to Tucker on Friday night. Oh man, I was so right. To Tucker's credit though, he wanted me back on today. I couldn't do it. I was doing this show. Anyway, 631-451-1039. I'll be back on Tucker tomorrow. 631-451-1039. Let me go to Terry and Patchock. Joe got it right this week. Joe, good yeah, job. I, repeat, I repeated it. <laughs> How you doing, Terry? You're giving me a headache tonight. Oh, my God. I'm shot out of a cannon. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm shot out of a cannon. Oh, I, 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 I got to tell you something. I have been dying to come on the air. I bet. All day. I was like, oh, man, I'm so happy I have a radio show tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. Coming here. <laughs> and the funny thing is I thought I was going to have to do the show last night because the Islanders have a game tonight, but they don't start till 10 o'clock. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, I saw on Facebook there's a GoFundMe page for the wall. Oh, my God. Did you hear about that? Shouldn't Mexico be funding the wall, Terry? I Ter- don't know. Terry, don't you remember what the president said? I, oh, I, I heard it a million times. Right. Yeah, yeah. And you don't, you're kind of stuck on this. I'm stuck on it. Did every, every president always. Here, here's get, what I'm stuck on. Do his, do his uh, camp, uh, campaign right, so, promise. So I my friend, talk. my friend, Ann Coulter, who ranted about the president last night on every television show that would have her. Uh, talking about how he's betraying his his legacy and his promise and how could he pass a budget without a wall. He promised the wall. Yes, he promised the wall, but he promised that Mexico would pay for the wall. So well, he's doing something with this. No, no. He is going to shut down the government, Terry. So let me put it to you this way. If you work in a, in a place that's got a federal contract, you might not have a job on Monday. Yeah. It's horrible. Uh, I know you're a nurse. I don't know if the yes. program you're in is funded by the federal government anyway. They might not have a check for you. They, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm retired now. So. Oh, congratulations. Well, let's, just, let's just hope my Social Security doesn't get affected. Right. Well, why should you have to worry about that at all? Why should you have to worry about that at all? I mean, we should never have to worry about these things. The president of the United States shouldn't be threatening shutting down the government over the wall. He said that he would get Mexico to pay for. You shouldn't, by the way, you shouldn't have to pay for it. There shouldn't be a GoFundMe page. And let's see, you know, all these MAGA hat wearing guys, if they really want the wall, they should, they should sign up for the wall, right? Sign up well, and pay for the apparently wall. Apparently this GoFundMe thing have, they've got some kind of thing going on it's some, from a service person. I don't know. I think it's a little ridiculous if you ask me. Terry, you doing um, okay? Yeah, I'm all right. Well, um, me- then, and the stereo thing? Now, he has the power. He can just say, let's pull him out and just take him out. He does. He doesn't need to get approval first? No, no. That's, he's the commander-in-chief. He could do it. This oh, is not boy. a declared war. Terry, I love you. Merry okay, Christmas. Goodbye. Ha- bye. Yeah, have a good, good one. Bye. You too. Bye. 631-451-1039 is my number if you want to be part of the national conversation. 631-451-1039. If you want to be part of the national conversation, pick up your phone and give me a call. Uh, I think I got time for one more call. Remember, I got Janet Johnson top of the hour. Let me go to uh, Kevin. I don't know where Kevin's calling from, though. Kevin, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. What's on your mind? Am I live here? You are live on the air. Yeah, I think why should Mexico pay for the war when we got immigrants coming into our country? 
because uh, the president said Mexico would pay for the wall. Where you have you been what? listening? Haven't you been listening said. to my show tonight? I played all the times the president said it during his campaign that Mexico yeah, would pay you for know the wall. What? We should we should be paying for the wall. Why should we be okay? paying for the wall that the president promised Mexico would pay for, Kevin? It's not Mexico's response. Kevin, it is. It, Kevin, we don't need a wall. The president wants his wall. He promised that Mexico would pay. I'll take a free freaking wall. But I'm not paying a dime of my taxpayer dollars. That should be going to give you speech lessons, Kevin. 631-451-1039 is my number. I mean, really, couldn't that money be better spent teaching diction to Kevin? Coming on my radio show and... I mean, it is the holiday season. He could be coming from a holiday party. Hopefully he wasn't driving. Hopefully. Anyway, I mean, Kevin, why should Mexico pay for it? I don't know. If I was Mexico, I wouldn't pay for it. But the president of the United States said they'd pay for it. That was his promise. He promised us all. And he said, it'd be so easy. It'd be so easy. It's going to be so easy. Mexico's going to pay for the wall. It's going to be so easy. Okay, well, here we are. Two years into your presidency. I don't see Mexico forking up the money. I don't see it happening, Mr. President. I don't see it happening at all. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Because you're a loser. You're a failure. You have failed the people who voted for you. And let me tell you something. You better run, Mr. President. You better run for your life. You're not getting reelected. Figure out a graceful exit so you don't get indicted. All right, Janet Johnson joins me on the other side of the break. You're listening to The Chris Hodge Show. Keep it where it's at. Chris Hahn Show. All right, I'm back. I'm live. I'll take your calls at the bottom of the hour at 631-451-1039. Don't forget to catch me tomorrow night on Tucker Carlson. I got no other appearances booked right now. I think I'm taking a week off. I'll be back on Tucker probably next Friday. Uh, 631-451-1039. But joining me right now, a good friend of the show, good friend of mine, Janet Johnson, at J. Johnson Law on Twitter. Watch her every Saturday morning on HLN, what I used to call headline news, but it's HLN. Janet Johnson, how you doing? I'm a, I'm a little shook up tonight, I have to say. Uh, <laughs> we don't have basements here in Florida, but I might be like digging one if I were uh, if I lived in a place where you could do that. I, yeah. I think we're in trouble here. I I think that we're not just at the beginning of the end. We are near the end of like the, the, our country of or something. I I think what we're something ending. Bending. I I think what we're really going to end here. <laughs> I think this president is done. I think he's baked. I think he's done. As I said to you uh, in the break privately, yeah. I think the Syria deal was his last payback to Vladimir Putin for whatever it's worth. And I think he knows it's over. I think the Flynn thing really shook him this week. And I think this all comes well, back sure. to that. Yeah. Speaking of for what it's worth, 
there is something happening here. But what it is right. ain't exactly clear. I, I mean, I, <laughs> I think that's true, but the danger is, I mean, it's sort of threefold. He's incompetent. Very he, much so, yeah. Right. He's His back is against the wall, so he's incredibly scared and, you know, flailing yep. around. Yep, he's flailing. And, that's a great word. Right? You know, and he has, you know, this group of sycophants around him that are just going to grow, you know, even more sycophantic because anyone like Jim Mattis, who might possibly right. stand up to him, is gone. I mean, the, you know, the whole rumor, the narrative we've been sold on is Kelly and Mattis are the adults in the room. And, you know, well, we it used to be told- Kelly, Mattis, McMasters, and Flynn. Right, right. And once, I guess, it you know, it was Rex Tillerson. Right. You know, I mean, anyone, and this was not a great group to begin with. Did you I mean, ever not, think we would be longing for the days of Rex Tillerson? I mean, we. I <laughs> thought that just because enough people said, believe me, he could pick even worse people. I mean, right. I guess he has enough children and in-laws that... He yeah. could, you know, have a government of incompetent. I inbred. thought about Rex Tillerson. Look, I might not like everything Exxon did, but it's a huge company. He must have known what he was doing. Yeah, <laughs> the, also sketchy ties to Russia, right. which is the underlying theme in all of this. I mean, you know, watching people twist themselves into pretzels to say, no, it's good we suddenly withdraw from Syria based on Erdogan. Right. You know, advice a week ago without any consultation with the military, without, I mean, you know, even Lindsey Graham. I, I think he lost some friends in the yeah. Senate and the House today, Republican friends. I, I, I mean, I, you know, on so many levels because yeah. he, he won't sign a spending bill. I mean, I have to say, though, I am tickled in, in all of this you know, horrible news and scariness. There are a group of Republicans, you know, go funding. I know. Somebody just asked me about that. I said, guys, Mexico, remember them? They were supposed to be so easy. I mean, first of all, like, I I mean, I don't want to say conservatives aren't smart, but people who would give, the government has to pay. If there's going to be a wall, a private, you know, company cannot just take people's land or a private group can't just start building a wall. And, and, you know, the GoFundMe people get like 10% of this money. Yep. So they've already made hundreds of thousands yep. of dollars. And the guy who started this is obviously going to just pocket $4 million. <laughs> How gullible do you have to be? I mean, uh, you know. You least- think I should start some conservative movement GoFundMe thing and then I don't have to, you know, worry about anything anymore? I just like, you know. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think the you Trump get away Legal with Defense it. Fund. Yeah, I, I mean, any, you know, you could say, let's eliminate Muslims in America. Give me millions of dollars. Right. There are people who would give you that money, and then you would just take the money, right? I mean, unbelievable. what would stop you? Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it is, it, you know, unbelievable is almost like, at this and point. I, I, and in the end, they'd be like, no, I meant Muslim. The film, the, the uh, you know, the, the material. I don't like Muslim. It's itchy. It's scratchy. Nobody wants Muslim. I'm eliminating it from all sweaters. <laughs> right. I mean, you you know, I, it's such a, I guess when you're in a cult, you know, and yeah. I think that's what it, this is. It is. You can sell them any, you know, the the emperor has no clothes. It's cult 45. It is. It um, really is. Uh, unbelievable. These people are, are I, I've been asking. So usually when I have a big debate about Trump, I ask people who agree with him 
to call me up and fight with me. Come on, fight with yeah. me. Yeah. Well, because as a lawyer, I mean, uh, if you bring me a logical argument, I mean, I, I'm all up for yes. a, a Socratic uh, debate. I want why. somebody to call in and tell me why I'm wrong, but nobody right. seems to be able to do it. The one guy that called me, two people called me that are kind of on the other side of the fence. One person didn't understand what I was talking about. I tried to explain. The other one, I think, was trashed. I think he was drunk. And <laughs> he was saying, why should Mexico pay for the wall? I'm like, dude, didn't you just hear what I the, the 10 clips I played of Trump, uh, you know, saying Mexico, Mexico pay, <laughs> Mexico pay. But yeah. And now, I mean, the idea that a tariff is Mexico paying. Right. Who do you think pays the tariffs? They're, right, they're right. Taxed That's us paying for it, not yeah. Mexico. It's no, just, right. I mean, how does that actually work? I, you know, I pay taxes. So does that mean that I get like free beer the next time I go to a bar? I right. don't even understand what the, we, we went to Mexico. Two weeks ago, we got back two weeks. Nice Saturday. It was lovely, but you know, I went as a sort of unappointed goodwill ambassador. So I <laughs> walked around, kind of telling people, "Oh my gosh, I know it's terrible. I'm so sorry." People were very lovely about it. I mean, right. everyone was just couldn't have been nicer. And you know, they have a new president. President they like to do seems fantastic. But you know, we would say, you know, so what happened? With, what's going to happen to your old president? Where he's going to go? Where's he going to go? And someone said to jail, you know, and, and I thought, what? Kept saying, yeah, yeah. They, they said he's a, he's a Donald Trump, the old guy, you know, and the, the guy, the good looking, you know, Pena. Pena Nieto. Yeah. Pena Nieto. Who he's going to go to just, jail. Well, I mean, that's where they think he belongs. They say he's Donald Trump basically. Wow. So they're, they're unfazed by all of this, but I mean, I, you know, I have to say if you compare I mean, I want more of these people that I spoke to to come here. I, I'm not trying to keep any of these people out. I, I want them, you know, I'd like more. And, you know, the idea that we need, now it's not even a fence. Now he's calling it like slatted, what, you know, he has a new term for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, artisanal sla- uh, steel <laughs> slats or something like that. I didn't know it was artisanal. Let's get some hipsters from Brooklyn to build it. I, I mean, I had, I had no idea that that's what we, oh, is that what you meant? Artisanal slats? But they don't have, there's like huge gaps in the, like you could walk through these things that I'm seeing pictures of. I mean, it, we, not only don't we need it. Well, especially you, if you're starving. Well, right, the less you eat. Well, I mean, and, and so, you know, Secretary Nielsen, like just this week, what is today, Thursday? I mean, there are, you know, 10 stories that in any other universe would be ending, right. you know, of any And his presidency, everything. And his presidency. And so Nielsen, you know, testified today and was asked, you know, Kirsten Nielsen, how many people have died? She's the DHS secretary. How many people have died under your watch? You know, you're responsible for right. people who you, she said, I, I, I don't know. She doesn't know. She doesn't I don't know, know the, the number. number. And then she was asked, you know, can you give us a, a ballpark? Of you know, I tried to give her the nickname of Miss Hannigan and nobody went for it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about from Annie? <laughs> Yes, she's yes, Miss Hannigan. Evil. She doesn't care. Yes. Go, go, yes. go! Yes. Mop the floors. Right. Here's right. your here's your mush. But I mean, and if you were preparing, like uh, you know, I've never testified in front of Congress, but I would, I would prepare, you know, pretty heavily for that. I mean, I, you know, I prepare for your show, right? You are so, very well prepared. It's hard I, to prepare for the show these days. It, it is hard to prepare, <laughs> but I still try to do it. But I mean, it, like the one thing that if my job was to be responsible for, right. you know, people that have, are being held, you know, because they're trying to seek asylum in a foreign country, wow. uh, you know, I would probably, you know, find out because there's, there's been a story lately about a child dying in my, in my custody. I might, you know, you could probably find that out easily. You she know what the problem is? Here's she doesn't the problem. Care. Yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't respect care. the Congress. 
and, and the president well, doesn't yeah. respect the Congress, and she doesn't respect the Congress. If they respected the Congress, they'd be prepared. Uh, you know, but I think the bigger issue is that they've convinced people, and they themselves believe that these children that are brown, that don't speak English, that they call aliens, illegal aliens, they're in a caravan, they're right. storming the They're not human. They're not the same as your child. Right. There's something lesser about a right. seven-year-old child that dies in a jail after being separated from her parents because, you know, not and given not water. Fed. Not it's given not, hydration. Not I mean, it's somebody who was in your custody for eight hours that dies of dehydration, that is your fault. Right. And But if you convince people, and we all started using this language a long time ago, I mean, before Donald Trump, you know, illegal aliens. Right. How How is a seven-year-old child an alien? Right. How is a human being illegal? Right. And they buy into this, and they've dealt it out in the media, you know, says it, they repeat it. So, you know, a dead seven-year-old, eh, it's, it's one dead seven. You know what? What I'm hearing is you should, it's dangerous to make right. this trip. And then Not I got people, then you got them. people good who call themselves good Christians saying they shouldn't have done it. They shouldn't have they made shouldn't the trip. It, but the danger isn't supposed to be when you get to America. Right. The right. supposed to be on the way. And the danger is what you're leaving. By the way, I'm talking to Janet Johnson at Jay Johnson Law on Twitter. You can watch her every Saturday morning just about on HLN. She's an attorney. She's in Florida. We've never actually met physically. <laughs> we've, we've met on the phone uh, and we've met in uh, in boxes on TV, but we've never actually met. <laughs> that's, that's where we first met. That's, that's where we first met. Boxes on a horrible conservative show. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Malsberg. Back in the day. Back in the day. Said, I have to say, I have all this great TV equipment from them. They had, they, uh, they must have been funded by Russia. They used they, to send out like fantastic equipment. Do you know who they were funded by? Uh, I can, uh, I, I, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm afraid to know. Chris Ruddy, the president's buddy, Chris Ruddy. Where does that money come from? I, he just Chris loaded? Ruddy, I mean, Newsmax is Chris Ruddy, right. and uh, I think he had some other thing going on, and he was in some other legitimate media for a long time, right. and, and and then he started That's Newsmax. Yeah. Did you get, did they ship? Like, I have their, stuff? I have their HD cam kit, but I have a real studio in my house now. No, I, don't know. I know you do. <laughs> like, unsolicited. Like, the studio I have in my house right now, like the microphone costs more than what they sent me. No, right. But I mean, I didn't, I didn't order this stuff, and you know, you turn around and like lights are yeah one day up. you got lights you got a you got a you got a new hd camera to plug into your computer yes. you got a, a big old yes. microphone you got an eye yeah. yeah i mean it was a real it's a professional skype setup is what it is, it is. It's really we're gonna good. find out that russia funded that i mean and this is the thing again this week that like it's insidious i mean this, they were in you know they were on pinterest during the election. Right. I still don't understand what it was Russia doing on Pinterest. Like, you might like this pillow for your living room. And by the way, don't vote for Hillary Clinton. And by the way, that was the first thing we talked about this week. The the memo about right. Russia's involvement in the election. Like three days ago, right? It was Monday or Tuesday. I was on Channel 5, which is local TV in New York, talking yeah, about like, it. Is it Fox? It no, is Fox Five, five yeah. but it's not Fox. It's, no, I grew up in in yeah. Stanford. I know that I remember. I was on Channel Five. They have I I with often Gabe do, Pressman. Were you on with Gabe? Uh, yeah, no, I was on with Sharon Crowley, who's a reporter. <laughs> uh, and Gabe Pressman may not be with us. I'm sometimes author. on with Ernie and Astos. Oh, he my God! Yeah, he's still on. He still looks exactly the same. It's amazing. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, but I I was on Channel Five talking about this on Monday, and it's like 
it's like that didn't even, I'm not even thinking about that right now. It's four days later. No, well, and that's the chaos. You know, this is Jeb Bush's, he's a chaos, you know, candidate. But, you know, when you read General Mattis's, you know, letter, I mean, the fact that, you know, people from the Trump administration were called traitors two days ago, and now you have a letter. I mean, I'm not a Mattis fan. I mean, he wasn't my guy, but have you ever seen a resignation letter Someone who served at the pleasure of the president right. of the United States, who doesn't even say it was, you know, Donald Trump was, you know, it was an honor working for you. Right. I mean, as George Conway tweeted, "Dear Mr. President," were the only kind words that he directed at right. Trump in that whole right. Letter. Right. Uh, it was. It was an amazing, amazing thing stunning. that that I, I. I mean, look. I hope he talks. I hope Mattis on his last day gives a five-hour press conference. Well, the talks. odds that he makes it until February seem very slim. I mean, you don't write a letter like that and then come back to work and you know, <laughs> hang out at the... Yeah, you Christmas think they're going to change the keys on his office yes. door? <laughs> very much so, yes. I mean, you know, basically, you know, not basically, literally he says, you know, I stand for all that is good. And you don't. American, yeah, and you don't. And you should and get you somebody who's with you. Right, right. <laughs> Unfortunately, you can't get somebody to do any job right. in the White House. And, you know, there's only one guy who's willing to take any job. It's, um... So, by the way, you know, did, I don't, the other memo that was released today that everybody, that nobody's really talking about is, did you see the memo that the guy who's going to be the next AG wrote, Barr? Yeah, yeah, unsolicited, well... Well, too, right? well, here's the thing. I read the whole memo. Yeah. And it's not as good for Trump as he thinks. <laughs> so. Well, but 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 not he handpicked. I mean, he was told you have a conflict. You cannot. You no, no. To- I'm not talking about the guy that's there now. I'm talking about oh, the guy they picked. Bar. His unsolicited 20 page memo about about the Mueller investigation. Y- yes. Yeah. So what I'm going to say, you know, look. I don't know what this guy thinks. I, I, I know that the president probably only read like the first page of this memo. No. Because not. as you go into the memo, he says, here's where the president could obstruct justice and how he can do it. And he goes through these different things about how the president could be accused of obstructing justice if he did A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And the president has done every single one of those things. Right, right, right. So it's, well, he didn't say the president couldn't obstruct just justice. He said the president didn't obstruct justice. But how is his? How is that again? Not a conflict that he can't oversee the Mueller investigation. I, I think mean, the Mueller investigation, from what I'm understanding, and it was the, the rare leak of the Mueller investigation. They leaked that they will be done by the first week in February. Well, you know what? I don't think they leaked that. I, I think that the, what it turned out is that the de- defense counsel again is saying that. Hmm. That's what uh, that's what it's starting to look like this evening. That it was the it was Giuliani. So remember, evening. it was an hour ago or two hours ago when I heard that. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No. What what they're sort of saying now, and this, uh, you know, remember they said by Thanksgiving, right, or by. Uh, Right up to the midterm. They said by the June, end. like last yeah, June. They've been saying that. And that's why, first of all, you're right. Mueller's team does not leak. Right. They don't. And it was the defense team that seems to be doing this. But the reason you don't, you can't tell is because, you know, when Giuliani's team or, you know, whoever else is, is defending Trump, when they do leak things, it's initially reported as a scoop. Like it's right. a legitimate fact and right. there hasn't been one thing that Rudy Giuliani has said in any of this that's been true. I mean, he is Giuliani is uh, you know the absolute 
worst person on the planet right now. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of competition, but he's... He is the he's, pits. He's a terrible lawyer. In Horrible. I think he's gotten terrible. the president in more trouble than he's helped. Yeah, I would, I would certainly say that. And why say he didn't sign any, you know, agreement? Right. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's another thing that happened this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They, uh, there is the, the signed contract the with Putin for a tower in Russia. I remember when the president said, I had no deals in Russia, nothing. And then Giuliani said he didn't sign anything. He hasn't signed anything. Here's, his, here's a piece of paper with a signature on it. I mean, who leaked that, do you think? Where'd that come from? I, I mean, don't know. And CNN, you know, literally has the paper. I, I, again, I think that this problem is, and I'm, I think I'm at the point, I don't know how you do it, you know, all the time on Fox you can't really have, like, if you were going to have a rational discussion with somebody, there really isn't a, a person who can say, this is going well. Right. I mean, there is, like, you can't say that. I'm sorry. Like, Nobody really believes this is going well. Even, yeah, the pre- I mean, well, even, even and including the president. Right? I mean, I think that the president is really understanding he had a great life and now he doesn't. You know, I'm not sure he had a great life, though. I mean, I don't think he had the money he claimed he had. He had a lot more money than you and I had. And well, even if he didn't you, have I mean, the money, he was right. living like he did. Well, you, right. But, you, and you, I, you know, you and I don't have the need to gold plate our toilet. <laughs> right. I don't, either, need a, I, mean. I don't need a 747 private. <laughs> right. I mean, I learned a long time ago. I'll take that, business like, class. I, I mean, it's fine. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you I got a I hot fudge it. Sunday at the end of the flight. Right. And in the end, like not everything looks better with gold on it. Right. I mean, it isn't even to me attractive. Well, I mean, maybe that, he that... should try using artisanal steel slates <laughs> in his decorating now. I think that'll probably work out better for him <laughs> and it'll be, it'll be half the price, but you know, just <laughs> and, me. I mean, and again, if you have these values that you've said you had all these years, why do you think it's okay to hand out money to farmers now? Right. Like, why is that okay to bail out farmers when it wasn't okay to bail out, you know, American car makers? Why is it okay to bail out farmers yet get rid of the state and local tax deduction? Right. <laughs> I, don't, right. Right. I don't get that, especially a guy who pays a lot of real estate taxes in New York. <laughs> so, right, right. No, exactly. You know, and what we did learn today, Robert Mueller does have his taxes. He does. He sure does. And we're all going to have his taxes, I think, by February, Do you think right? So? Yeah. The Congress is going to get his taxes. And, and what could possibly have been worth all of this for him? It's probably the fact that he's not a billionaire. He's probably only worth like 700 million. That's still a lot. Janet, I got 30 seconds left with you. This always happens. I know. <laughs> what do you want people to know? Where do you, where are you going to be? I'll be on HLN this weekend, which was formerly known as Headline News. There you go. Um, and I want them to know that uh, they should have voted for Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> they, all, they all would be better off. The president himself would be better off right now had he voted for Hillary Clinton. The entire planet would be better <laughs> off had we voted for Hillary. It's amazing. Janet Johnson at Jay Johnson Law. Watcher on HLN this Saturday morning. One of my favorite guests. One of my favorite people. Happy New Year, Janet. And well, same to you and Merry Christmas. I know you celebrate and it's coming up. I appreciate it. Thanks. I'm taking calls on the side of the break. 631-451-1039. You're listening to the Chris Hahn show and I will be right back. The Chris Hahn show.
I'm back. I'm live. I'm taking your calls for a little while longer at 631-451-1039. Again, that's 631-451-1039 if you want to be part of the national conversation and you don't have to agree with me. In fact, if you disagree with me, you go to the front of the line, uh, pick up the phone, tell me why I'm wrong if you think you can. 631-451-1039. I'll be on Tucker Carlson tomorrow night at 8 o'clock on Fox News. Uh, check me out there at Christopher Hahn on Twitter. Uh, no, uh, show with judge Janine this weekend. Judge Janine is off. And so am I, I'm going to go see Aquaman. I'm really excited about that. I got my tickets. I got my seats. I'm ready to rock. 631-451-1039 is my number. 631-451-1039. If you want to be part of national conversation, America House of Representatives, of course, passed that spending bill with the $5 billion for the wall, and it is dead on arrival in the Senate. It needs 60 votes to pass the Senate, and it will not get it. So it's dead on arrival. It's done. Dead. Nada. Not happening. There was a midterm election just six weeks ago. Not even. The Democratic Party, which was dead set against the wall, got... Eight and a half percent more votes than the Republican Party did and took control of the House of Representatives. The country doesn't want a wall and they sure as heck don't want a wall they got to pay for when the president promised that Mexico would pay for it. Do I need to remind you again of who's going to pay for the wall? Who's going to pay for the wall? Play that for me. Who pays for that wall? Mexico. 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 Mexico's. Mexico. 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 Can you imagine, Sean? He's saying Mexico's going to pay. They'll never pay. And I'm saying that's like 100%. That's not like 98%. Sean, it's 100% they're going to pay. Who's going to pay for the wall? America. Congress. Uh, How many times do I got to play this clip for you, Congress? You know, Paul Ryan. I, I, I mean, Paul Ryan is such a loser, America. Such a loser. Such a lapdog for the president of the United States, even on his last day. I mean, this technically is his last day. He will be gone. He resi- he's retiring from Congress. And he's still just a whiny little cur to the president of the United States. I don't understand. I don't understand how Paul Ryan is going to sleep at night for the rest of his life. Probably very well on a very expensive bed because he's going to go sell out to some Wall Street firm and make millions. But man, I don't know how much ambient it's going to take for him to actually close his eyes. And there's another one. Call them up, Joe. Call them up. Let them know that I mentioned them and they should be sponsoring the show, Ambien. I'm sure they've got some money. <laughs> they got a couple. They got a little scratch, the people that make Ambien, whoever they are. Because we're going national and I need some sponsors, Okay. But this is a guy who had such, we, you know, America had such high hopes for Paul Ryan. I mean, remember when we saw him first on the cover of Men's Health, talking about his uh, P, uh, P90X workout he does every day to stay in shape while he's in Congress. And then he did the slideshow about the deficit. And meanwhile, uh, he's doubled the deficit in three years. 
uh, as speaker. Way to go, buddy. Way to go, buddy. All he's done is try to destroy the safety net. By the way, he hasn't succeeded in destroying the safety nets thanks to Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. He's just a loser. His last day, and he can't go to the president and say, look, you're not getting your wall. Don't shut down the government over it. No, he kowtowed to the president on his last day. So if you're like a bank out there or a hedge fund or some other group that's thinking about hiring Paul Ryan because you think he's going to fight for you on his last day in arguably the second most powerful position in the country, he kowtowed to the president of the United States. He had no spine, no spine. He's a jellyfish. I had no idea there were jellyfish in Wisconsin, in Gainesville, Wisconsin. I thought they had cows and cheese. I didn't think they had jellyfish without a spine. That's our Speaker of the House on his way out. You think that Nancy Pelosi will go to the White, the White House like this guy did with her head in her hand? No way. No way. In fact, we saw it last week. She will call the president out on his lies every single time. I don't know why Paul Ryan can't do the same thing on his last day. It's amazing to me. It's his last day. And he went there and he crawled out like a dog who'd been beaten by his owner. Yelping to the cameras about how the president has legitimate concerns about border security, which Paul Ryan is, is a lot of things. He's not an idiot. He's smart enough to know that the president does not have legitimate concerns about border security. Not even a little bit legitimate. They are completely illegitimate. And Paul Ryan's young enough to still have his memory, so he knows that the president said that Mexico would pay for the wall. Yet here we are, House passes a bill at odds with the Senate, and there's going to be a shutdown. Going to be a, there's going to be a shutdown. The Senate's not passing that bill. Not going to happen. There aren't, look, you need 60 votes. There aren't 50 votes for that bill. There aren't 50 votes for that bill, let alone 60. You don't have all the Republicans voting for that bill. You're not going to get any Democrats. Joe Manchin's not bailing you out this time, buddy. He couldn't if he wanted to. You think Joe, you think Joe Donnelly, after losing his seat in the Senate, is going to say, yeah, you know what? Let's give the president his wall. How about Heidi Heitkamp? You think he got that vote? <laughs> you, think he got, you think he got Bob Corker's vote after you stood him up for his meeting while he was sitting in the waiting room of the White House? <laughs> Paul Ryan's a jerk. You know, you, you kind of look like a young Paul Ryan. You're not as buff as him. He was, he's a real buff guy. I wonder what that's all about. <laughs> you don't know, you don't know, you don't even know what to say. I, I, I don't know if I should be taking offense to this. Don't take offense to it. He's a very handsome man. I, I take Paul Ryan's hair. I mean, his intellect sucks, right? He, he's got no spine. He's, he's a whiny little cur. I'd say something else, but I'm not allowed to say that anymore. For those of you who don't know what a cur is, look it up. Um, 
It, it's a male dog, a type of male dog, kind of a whiny male dog, submissive male dog. Um, he's a whiny little cur. You're allowed to say that because, uh, I don't know, <laughs> sexism. <laughs> I don't know why. You're allowed to say it. But he's, he's got no spine. They used to say this guy had a moral compass, that he had principle, conservative principles. He used to talk about it. He used to do PowerPoint presentations about it. And all of the you know conservative media fawned over Paul Ryan's intellect. He was a thinking man's conservative. No, he wasn't a thinking man's conservative. He's a spineless jellyfish or a whiny little cur or anything else you want to call somebody who, you know, cowers at the first sign of a negative tweet. He walked out of that meeting on his basically last day. I mean, he's got 10 more days technically as speaker. On his last day. And he couldn't stand up to Donald Trump. So, you know, if you're thinking about hiring him to be your lobbyist, how's he going to stand up to anybody for you? How's he going to stand up for you? Bank of America or whoever else might be hiring the guy. How's he going to stand up for you? He's not going to. Don't hire him, Chase. Don't hire him, Hedge Fund X. Pharma. He's not going to help you. He's not your guy. If you need a guy with a spine, look elsewhere. He has shown it very clearly to the United States of America today that he's got no spine, that he's a whiny little cur with no principles. Now, I guess some institutions might like a guy with no principles. So they'll look for him. They'll hire him. They'll put him out there to give speeches about things he doesn't care about because he's got no principles. The only person in Washington with less of a spine and less of a soul than Paul Ryan is the vice president of the United States, Mike Pence, who used to be uh, a Christian conservative, and now he's not. Now he just stares at Trump with loving admiration. I, I, of all of the spoofs being done on Saturday Night Live of the president and his cabinet and people around them, Beck Bennett's impersonation of Mike Pence is my favorite. I think it hits the nail on the head. It's just great. It's fantastic. Check it out. 631-451-1039 is my number. I got a few more minutes left with you tonight. 631-451-1039. If you support Donald Trump, and I I, I don't think Trump supporters are going to call me tonight because I don't think they, I think he's losing them, Joe. I think he's lost. I think he's lost his own people. I think so. I think that there's a lot of them that are just like, maybe tonight's not the night to defend them. I mean, should we start with Mike Flynn committing treason? I, I, I mean, the Reagan judge saying, you may have committed treason, Mr. Flynn. You sold out your country, he said. Crazy. But they're not calling. They usually call. They usually light up the board and they want to defend their guy. Not tonight. They ain't feeling it tonight. I, I... Look, I wouldn't feel it tonight either if I was them. I would be like, mm, maybe tonight's not the night I defend this guy. I mean, what a week. The Russia report on Monday. 
about how deeply they interfered with our election. And I made the comment on Channel 5 News in New York that they must have had help. It was too sophisticated. They tried to suppress certain populations from voting. That was really their goal, to suppress people from voting for Hillary. Uh, Amazing. They had help. That was Monday. Then Tuesday, Mike Flynn having a judge say, you may have committed treason and not being willing to sentence the guy. This is after conservatives were praising that judge all weekend, saying that by him asking for a little bit of information from Mueller, that he was suggesting that the FBI may have done something wrong when they interviewed Flynn in his office with him knowing they were the FBI, chatting with him and him lying to them. Flynn recanting that whole testimony that he gave about uh, how he thought he was framed. He was framed. He told a lie. Have you talked to any Russians? No, I didn't talk to any Russians. When the answer would have been, yes, I did. Were you working for Turkey during the transition? No, I wasn't working for Turkey during the transition. When everybody knew you were. (laughs) This guy was trying to get an American, not an American, a permanent resident of the United States who the Turkish dictator wants brought back to Turkey so he could kill him, extradited. That's what Mike Flynn was doing during the transition. Mike Flynn. I'm going to hire the best people. I'm going to hire the best people. I got Mike Flynn. He's a four-star general. I'm going to hire the best people. Well, that guy committed treason. May have committed treason. I don't want to say committed treason. He may have committed treason. I don't know what's in the redacted portion. And neither do you, conservative media, who have me on to talk about it. You don't know what's in it either. So stop pretending you do. And the funny thing is, is you could talk to some people who know. And they're not telling you either. Not a good guy. Okay? Sorry. I know he had 33 years in the military and he served his country. Great. Then he decided it was time for the country to pay him back. And he was selling that experience to the highest bidder. And a lot of those people were not fans of the United States. And they clearly weren't fans of democracy. Erdogan. The Russians. That's just Tuesday. (laughs) The government shut down. The Trump charity yesterday, Wednesday, Trump agreed to shut down his foundation because it was basically just a front. Any other president, any other politician would be resigning from office from just that. Their family foundation was operating outside the law. Any other politician in America would have resigned. And then today, we have the shutdown and General Mattis resigning. Guys, he's Captain Chaos. He's Captain Chaos, and he doesn't have a plan. And he's flying by the seat of his pants. And I don't know how much longer we could take this. At some point, Republicans, if there are any real Republicans left, I mean, looking at this vote in the House... Makes me think maybe there aren't. Republicans need to stand up to him and say no more. 
okay, they got to they gotta do what they did to Nixon. They got to go to the White House and they got to say, sir, it's time to go because you're about to have impeachment measures brought and we're going to support it. It's scandal after scandal after scandal. Read Mattis's resignation letter. Please read it tonight. The man resigned because he believes in projecting American power around the world in the way it's been projected for the last hundred years, working with allies for causes that support the democratic way of life. And he believes that he's leaving because the president wants somebody who doesn't really feel the same way. And the president deserves to have a secretary of defense who agrees with him on things like, I don't know, dictators pulling troops out of Syria so Russia can control that space and, you know, bad things can happen to our allies like the Kurds. The Turks can overrun and basically commit genocide on the Kurds. The Iranians can have more influence there. He keep hearing, everybody keeps saying, oh, you won't give the money for the wall, but you gave Iran $150 billion. Guys, I didn't give Iran anything. Obama didn't give Iran anything. We unfroze their assets. It was their money. But now he's giving Iran Syria. He's giving Iran Syria. How do, how do you think Netanyahu's feeling about that tonight? How do you think the Israelis are feeling about the president pulling out of Syria? I, I would think that there's going to be a vote of no confidence in the Israeli parliament real soon. And Netanyahu's days are numbered because he made his bed with Donald Trump. And like everybody else who makes their bed with Donald Trump, you wind up dirty. His stink gets on you. And this serious situation cannot be good for Israel. And for all of those Republicans out there who believe protecting Israel is of our utmost importance, this decision alone should really wake you up to the fact that the president does not care about Israel. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. He cares about it when it's convenient for him politically, but he doesn't really care. He does not really care. And he's selling them out to his buddy Putin because Putin got him elected and probably funded his empire for a long time. That's what we're, one of the things we're going to find in those tax returns is he's got some loans to Russian banks. I think that's probably a big problem for him. He said, I got no deals with Russia. And even that's another thing we found out. He had a deal with Russia. <laughs> it's been a week, man. It's been a long week. It's going to be even a longer couple of weeks, but God, we're two weeks away from Democrats taking control of the house and having real subpoena power. And I can't wait. All right, America. I want to thank you all for listening. And I want to remind you all to seek the truth. Sing out the trouble. Question everything and question everyone, even me, America. Fear in your heart. Seek the truth. I know it's out there, and I know you'll find it. And Merry Christmas. And I'll be back here again next week to tell you the truth as I see it. 
I'm Chris Hahn. Thanks for listening, America. We drink ourselves stupid, we work ourselves dead, and all just because that's what mom and dad said we should do. We should run through the forests, we should swim in the streams, we should laugh, we should cry, we should love, we should dream, we should stare at the stars and not just the screens. You should hear what I'm saying and know what it means to sing. Chris Hahn Show podcast is recorded live at 103.9 FM in New York at Long Island News Radio. This podcast was sent to Face Off Unlimited headquarters in Astoria, Queens, and was edited by Joe Tex. Executive producers are Joe Tex, Jay Painter, and Eric Robinson. FOU Studios is a property of Face Off Unlimited, LLC. I'm Peter Hargarden, the senior producer of podcasts here, and on behalf of everyone who worked on the show, we'd like to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. Subscribe to catch all of our other podcasts here on the FOU Studios Podcast Network. To learn more about Chris and to find out about his upcoming television appearances, follow him on Twitter at Christopher Hahn and at ChristopherHahn.com. To learn more about FOU, connect with us via social media at FOU Studios and visit us at FOUStudios.com.